Ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, a deeper dive into the a bit, no, into the fairs. Yes, yes. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. I still can't think of anything for best behavior anymore. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. It, well, just be on your best behavior if you're in China. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially in China. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing very well, Ben. Thank you. Wonderful. Good to be here again in the new studio, uh, 306. I like it. Uh, Yeah, it's starting to roll off the tongue a little bit. Yes, yes. It it sounded very natural, very purposeful uh, with that. And again, we're going to dig into the VARES. Uh, a little clarification, uh, you can be on your best behavior. You best be on your best behavior when you're in China. And, and I wouldn't stay there very long. But you don't have to be on your best behavior necessarily if you're using China. So hmm. um, those would be the best uh, dining dishes and so forth and so on. Uh, for those who right. d- didn't, yes. know, didn't know uh, or didn't yeah. understand that, but um, could not help. Uh, but think about that. But speaking of China, boy, uh, what we are talking about sort of ties into everything that's been going on in China for many years and the connection between the real Anthony Fauci, if you will. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'll say this before, because I want to go ahead and get going on this uh, this actual podcast. But the real Anthony Fauci documentary, now the movie... And I was having a discussion with a gentleman, mm-hmm. and there was talk about whether uh, this person or that person, and we were talking about people in the public, uh, you know, limelight, if you will, a public figure, if they were actually real, because there's been so many discussions on, well, especially over the last probably five years, I would mm-hmm. say that you really can't believe much of anything you're hearing or seeing. And when you think about what can be done in Hollywood, uh, but his thing was he he didn't think that the uh, uh, the so-called president uh, president imposter in chief was actually the real Joe Biden. Okay, and yeah. and then I was thinking, well, you know what? That would be a good little tie-in because some of us have have discussed that you know Fauci might not be the real guy, mm. but this documentary is the real Anthony Fauci, the guy that was perpetrating all of the uh, right. nefarious uh, things upon innocent people and so forth and so on for his own ill-gotten gain, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and a few bucks uh, to put in his pocket. Right. Yeah. And yes, uh, Fauci is just pretty much into it for himself. Yeah. Ill-gotten gain, call it what you will, but... He was making and has made plenty of money, but the idea that oh, he's just, not done either. Yeah, well, just the idea of the real Anthony Fauci it never struck me. The fact that uh, it could be an imposter today—I mean, who knows? 
because anything's possible. And I would encourage all of you listeners out there to just not just hook, line, and sinker believe everything you hear these days. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Tumble the rocks that you need to tumble. That's right. And and seek out the truth. So, And by the way, officially, welcome all of you truth seekers and rock tumblers. Uh, we, we didn't officially do that, and we got a little sidetracked with our new studio here. So, But yeah, welcome. It is, it is a pleasure to be here with you, and it's a pleasure to have you guys here with us still uh, on this platform. So Absolutely. Okay, well, uh, with the idea of uh, a deeper dive into the VARES, we are again taking this episode from the real Anthony Fauci movie documentary that was based on the information that was provided by the book from RFK Jr. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, we ready to go. And actually, we're going to take right into this. Yeah. Uh, We are going to be in the spot or in the place that they are just talking about this VAR system and and how it related early on and how it relates today and some of the manipulation, if you will. Hmm. So. Mm. Uh, some really good stuff and probably something that we, you know, and we mentioned this before, we probably should be looking at the VAERS numbers daily, if you will, because right. these numbers aren't just tallies. These are people. Yeah. They're actually people. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, we ready? Absolutely, we are. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here we go with another episode. One of the fascinating and terrifying things we've seen over the last two years is that there have been more injuries and deaths reported from COVID shots in the official VAERS systems, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, than for all vaccines combined over the last 30 years. All the vaccines, hepatitis, measles, polio, DPT, you name it. There have been more injuries and more deaths in the last two years from COVID shots. In September of 2000, when I started investigating problems associated with vaccines, there were about 8,000 VAERS reports per year. The last time I looked before COVID, it was about 35,000 reports per year. And if that's somewhere between 1 and 10% of actual injuries, we could be talking about somewhere between 350,000 and 3.5 million people who are actually injured and were unfamiliar with filing a VAERS complaint. There are a number of reasons that it's underreported. It's a very cumbersome system. It's difficult to use. It's difficult to get data in. And it takes time. And clinicians are reluctant to put data into into the VAR system. So there should be a much more proactive system where the, the federal government, if they were interested, would more closely track the adverse events related to uh, these uh, vaccines. Dr. Fauci's refusal to fix the Health and Human Services Department's notoriously dysfunctional vaccine injury surveillance system, theirs, constituted inexcusable negligence. HHS's own studies indicate that VAERS may be understating vaccine injuries by over 99%. 
the mm. VAERS um, vaccine adverse event reporting system uh, tells me that there has been a lot of very bad side effects. The initial safety uh, study, Mark, is to see if I inject it in the arm, does it have some sort of idiosyncratic or bad reaction? I had my COVID jab on the, on the 17th of March. That left me with seizures and I was paralyzed. It's left me with tick attacks. Got my COVID vaccine, Pfizer, on Monday, and Thursday I have those palsy. There's another element to safety, and that is if you vaccinate someone and they make an antibody response, and then they get exposed and infected, does the response that you induce actually enhance the infection and make it worse? And the only way you'll know that is if you do an extended study, not in a normal volunteer who has no risk of infection, but in people who are out there in a risk situation. Okay, real, real quick, Ben, pop quiz. Wow. Uh, after you get the COVID jab uh-huh. and you have an adverse event, mm-hmm. whether it's neurological or whatever, and most of them are, if, right. if it's not immediate death. Uh, but so you've just been jabbed. And the question is, what causes this response after the shot? Uh, uh, so could you explain to me what uh, how Fauci just explained that? Well, <laughs> it, uh, well, it's hard to comprehend what in the world he just said, actually. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean... To, to me, you just got the jab. I mean, what the one gentleman, like what? What did he say? No, he, he was Bell's, five days later yeah, or Bell's, three days mm-hmm. later. Right. He has belt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? You, and somebody's somebody's probably going to tell him. Oh well, that wasn't the jab. Yeah, that was because you. you, you that was because you, know, you got the jab, and then you it, then you, you got an infection. Well, you, you and bet. then you got infected, and then it it sort of twisted itself around to where it it, it, it the, the infection. Was not yeah. marrying up to the 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 jab, and uh, we think right. that you know you could have enhanced it possibly maybe. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, does that explain and, it? And you have a genetic disposition towards Bell's palsy, and and um, mm-hmm. and it, you probably inherited it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was a rare thing, but it's what a a sad thing to happen to you. Uh, uh, gentlemen, can can we call this sudden Bell palsy syndrome? You can call it whatever you like and get away uh, okay. with it if you're on so, the right side. So of things. he probably had that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is mm-hmm. now once again the smartest. You know, sometimes I think these this stuff goes to people's heads like him because they they they're so good at it, and they do speak actually a, a different language when you're in the lab, a little medical right, you know, right. jargon. But I think they really prey on the ignorance and idiocy of people and think that I can just really say anything and use some fancy words and, and some medical terms, and 
I don't even need to answer the question. I, you know, I can obfuscate, you know, all the way down the line, and and mm-hmm. and, they, and they'll believe that. Well, Fauci knows what he's talking about, and he doesn't seem to be concerned. And that's 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 really what they will get out of all of that. For them yeah. to go back and explain it, <laughs> they're not going to be able to explain that. I right. mean, we know this stuff, and I can't explain what he was what he was attempting to say. I think I know what he's. He tied a couple of facts yeah, together right, with yeah. jab infection, and yeah. then after that, it was it was just all over the place. It yeah, was kind of it, it was it was kind of like uh, break dancing. Yeah, it was it was. I wasn't quite sure what his overall point was. I mean, he he was he was trying to say, well, we won't know if it makes if the jab makes the infection worse. Uh, see, I, I wasn't sure where he was yeah. going there because like. Because they were talking about when you get jabbed, then you get an infection. Now, is this the infection from the jab? You know, because a normal vaccine is supposed to what? It's supposed to give your body something. This is what your body needs to look at. And now your body starts creating the antibodies. So for that, so it's like a jump start. Whereas we know that this one is not really a jump start. This one goes in and says body produce yes x right um whereas most of them mm-hmm. they say here's the dead virus so to speak right this is what you need to look for and the body's responding right. with right the proper production of what should be sure. there to protect you mm-hmm. that's yeah right. so in terms of whatever he's talking about i'm like that's why i was like i don't not sure what yeah where he's going with that. and then somewhere i think he's like well we're not going to know right away we we need to wait to see how all of the all of this plays out we you just can't take you know one or two cases uh, so yeah. but meanwhile we we i mean 100 percent during the you know emergency use authorization we need to keep vaccinating but we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on it i got it it's a similar response to gates in the other episode when he was asked well is 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 the vaccine safe right that's, uh, well the fda you know usually if they're not coerced they're the, they're the gold, he even said they're the gold like, standard right he said like if, if they're yeah. not pushed that's what yeah. he said yeah that well they kind of you know make the so something he never got around to that's saying ex- that they, whether, they, whether it's they approve or it or not but he's trying that's to say right. that they decide if it's safe yeah. it's like no well you're exactly right <laughs> Same highway. So he, he's kind of trying to do. Yeah, it's like so, well, I ask you a direct question. You're redirecting to something yeah. over here. Like, oh well, well we won't know until blah 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 blah. And everybody else is like, ninety percent of the population, like you said, is this like, huh? Yeah, over my head because you know, sure, yeah. not everybody knows anything about medical. So that, we're trusting this guy. Over here. That's true. Same highway, different lane. Yeah. All right. We ready to roll? It's the sad highway is what it... Okay. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> yes, highway. we're ready to roll. Okay. Here we go. I'm so scared. This would not be the first time, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children which paradoxically made the children worse. Well, and now there's a, there's a little seed of trying to cover your tracks there, right there. He's basically yeah. what he's saying is don't, don't, don't get all excited or don't get all worked up because, you know, this has happened before. It made people worse. Now, but, he's, but he said, did you hear the words? He said, but this isn't the first time that 
if this were the case. He's well, basically kind of half admitting this is the case. Well, this is the case. Yeah, that's but, what he's but saying. My question is, because he mentioned this vaccine, which is for children. Now, we know that Fauci went around the, the back of several kids' vaccines in the past, right? Where he didn't get uh, full, I uh, forget what the term was, where he didn't do everything properly. Um, well, authorization, it, he, 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 where he, 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 rigged, he rigged trials. And, and Right, but th- there were like several vaccines for kids. So I'm like, well, is, is he one that did this one? Because he's admitting that this one was one that made people worse. So if he... If he did this one, I'm just like, you just admitted that you did. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I can tell you one thing. He's been uh, involved in vaccines for quite some time. And if he didn't do it, he knew or knows what happened to anybody that that rigged or uh, corrupted trials in the past. He, he yeah. you know, yeah. they know, him and others know the real deal about this, but... It's it's just amazing because it's like right in your face. They're they're not even trying to to hide it anymore. Right. Well, it's yeah. basically like saying you know you could you could get worse. Well, right. why in the world to, to take something? I mean, are they telling people? You know, they talk about informed consent. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to have the correct information to consent to anything. So, are they telling people, look, before you get this shot, this could make you a whole lot worse? Are they telling them that? Well, or or is it easier to tell them after they are worse? So they walk into someone's office. I mean, I'm just imagining a real person that's really, and we're seeing some actual pictures of this happening, right? And pleading with the doctors, and then you have the smartest guy in in in, in the country saying, "Well, don't get all worked up about that because this has probably happened before." Or this has happened before, and this could right. be why it's happening now. People yeah. do have a tendency to get worse. Yes. Well, why didn't you tell me in the first place? Well, right. I can tell you, somebody should have told you this, but it's, it, it it shouldn't have been me. Absolutely not. You know. That's right. Yeah. So that's, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Back at the real Anthony Fauci. Yeah, here we go. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected. If you take it and then a year goes by and everybody's fine, then you say, okay, that's good. Now let's give it to uh, 500 people. And then a year goes by and everything's fine. You say, well, then now let's give it to thousands of people. And then you find out that it takes 12 years for all hell to break loose. And then what have you done? That was a young voice of Anthony Fauci right there. So, I mean... Oh, d- really? Okay. Yeah. So, just listen listen to what they're saying. You know, he's like, you got to wait till all hell breaks loose. Well, why? Aren't that what trial's for? So that you, you don't allow or get to a point to where all hell breaks loose? Right. But, you know, just listen to what this... Man, if you will, and I use that term lightly, lightly with him, but uh, mm. boy, but that no, I just wanted to let the, the listeners know that was Anthony Fauci's voice right there, okay, uh, young, many, many years ago, yeah. Now, keep in mind the one that you're hearing today might not be the real Anthony Fauci. Ooh. Mm. Mm. The 
The university is requiring all students and workers to get vaccinated and verify the status of their booster vaccination by the date of January 21st. Tomorrow, you have to show proof you're vaccinated. You can't eat indoors at Philadelphia restaurants and bars. Big changes ahead for restaurants and many other businesses in Chicago beginning tomorrow. Vaccination mandate goes into effect. If you want to eat out or work out in three suburbs, you have an extra week before you need to flash that vax card. Please get vaccinated. My daughter took that shot yesterday in Las Vegas and she's dead. Okay. My daughter just got vaccinated yesterday and she's dead. Mm-hmm. Please get vaccinated, Anthony Fauci said. If oh, you, I thought if you, you were going to say, if, please get vaccinated, Fauci. <laughs> but you know yeah oh man if you if you want to work out eat out or mm-hmm. pass out get vaccinated okay yeah mm. yeah that's that's sad. some sad reality here she took the Pfizer vaccine and she's dead hmm Nineteen eighty four. The fact that we now have the virus in our hands, it is quite possible, in fact it's invariable, that we will develop a vaccine for AIDS. Fauci's reign begins in nineteen eighty four. Everything changes in nineteen eighty four. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Robert Gallo held a press conference in which it was declared by the U.S. government that the U.S. government had found the cause of AIDS at the National Cancer Institute where Gallo worked. The probable cause of AIDS has been found, a variant of a known human cancer virus. And that it was to be called human immunodeficiency virus, HIV. The same year, 1984, Fauci becomes the director of the NIAID. This saw the rise of Dr. Fauci to his current stardom. I would like to introduce Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases since 1984. Dr. Fauci understood that he could basically save his government agency by defining AIDS as an infectious disease. Okay, quickly, and why would he want to save his government institution or department? Hmm, job retention? Control? Lots and, you know, of yeah. money because, money. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That department was being funded heavily, and at that time, I don't know if he had any desires to hook up with the people in China, but I would say that wasn't far away. And he knew what, if he could get just a little bit of control of the funding and the money that runs through that department, it would be unlimited for his pockets. Right. So keep that in mind as we continue. The agency within the NIH is all about the study of what allergies and infectious diseases. And infectious diseases were kind of on the way out uh, because they'd mostly been conquered by the time uh, you know Fauci came along, needing to 
reopen the spigot of funding for his agency and his allies in Big Pharma. Mm. Mr. President and Commission is that it is clear that very soon, certainly within this calendar year in the United States, we will be doing early phase one testing for safety in vaccines. Okay, so he's hinting around. I love what that gentleman said, Mm -hmm. that infectious diseases were on the way out in the mid-80s. This wasn't an issue. But could you imagine a Anthony Fauci in a department of infection, infectious diseases, the NIAID, that needs funding? So for a lot of funding, what would he need to have happen? Some An increase thing. in yeah. infectious diseases. Right. Or a fear of infectious diseases well, something yeah. had to and with infectious diseases what would be the number one antidote if you will what would be the what would be the answer to all of it well now we need vaccines so because we all don't want infectious diseases right and to start pumping out vaccines that's where i get my money says fauci hmm. that's the answer yeah, so it, yeah. it's it's almost as if he was just some generic, if you will, I'm just going to use that term. I mean, most of these departments historically have been important. But right. let's just say he was at the Department of Transportation. And he's he's trying to, how, you know, the first thing he thinks, how can I line my pockets over here? Mm-hmm. So maybe he makes up some sort of emission uh, 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 flaw in the vehicles and is pumping out all this, you know, this pollution, and now it's gonna it's gonna get everybody ill. Right. And of course, the answer to that would be vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I see what you're saying. Well, see, right. what we, we see. see yeah. this wasn't a real thing. He created the real thing because this was a, this just happened to be the department that he was in. And well, he knew the road that he wanted to go down, sort of. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you just hinted at it, but um, uh, man, I forgot her name now. Um, Judy Mikovits. Okay, uh, wasn't it her? And correct me if I'm wrong. That basically said that more or less Fauci created HIV, and then they tested it on certain people in the population. So. Yes. He he more or less if if we're understanding it correctly created HIV. Now and that was I don't know if she gave a time frame there. I forget when. I think she mentioned a year that that happened. I think it was in the late 70s. Well, it was if I'm they were working mistaken. on these things in the early 80s and, and this And but then here yeah. in 84, yes. Oh, well, well, I've got this nice thing cooked up and but now we need an antidote. We need uh, okay, well I think we found it. Yeah, what well, Yes, it's starting to get ramped up yeah. here, and I think I think they get into to some of those questions that you're that you're asking. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So that just makes it that much more interesting. If if that's you know what I'm understanding correctly, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We have NIH funded, federal government sponsored vaccine evaluation units. It's a good collaboration between industry, the federal government, and academia. What's not known to most people and would be surprising to many, not all, is that Dr. Fauci and others at the NIH are in partnership. 
They have patents, pharmaceutical patents, and they're in partnership with the companies. Their official job is to serve the public interest. But that has been sort of set aside, brushed away as if that's only a formality. Absolutely. The 1985 Dole Act allowed NIAID and Dr. Fauci personally to file patents on the hundreds of new drugs that his agency-funded PIs were incubating and then to license those drugs to pharmaceutical companies and collect royalties on their sales. Okay, just because of RFK's voice, they were mm-hmm. able, he, let's just say he, he was able to patent drugs and in concert with right. the yeah. FDA and Big Pharma, the pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. he's able to pocket money working for a government agency. Yeah, that, I was. That is a major conflict of interest. It's borderline. Well, it probably is considered racketeering, and I think that's well, what David Martin calls it. This is this is corruption all day long, and this, yeah. you know. And, and and yeah, I just had a quick comment on that because any employer, okay, is gonna basically gonna when when if you're like in some area where you create things, any employer, which the government, you can call them whatever you want, they're still an employer. Um, yeah, you work for them your, and answer for them. Your anything you create belongs to the company if you're on company time. Yeah, so. You're saying that he, in his job at NIAH or wherever he was in the government, the NIAID, during their yeah. research of infectious things, are creating, quote, any like drugs, like vaccines, whatever. They're creating this stuff, which technically should become either public knowledge and or the royalties, whatever they might be, if you sell them to pharmaceutical, should go back to the government, like we the people. Yes. And get funneled back into either you Re- know research or whatever fund research funding or just into general government funding and dispersed, you know, as part of the 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 budget. Yes, right. That, that, that that's sounds, what should be up. That sounds, he himself should not be able to patent anything no. while working at a government agency. Because I mean, unless you did it on your own time somewhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. How are you gonna how are you gonna claim that though? Because you need a lab. Well, yeah. Did he did he purchase his own lab somewhere? Yeah. yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So in my opinion, none of these should have been able to be patented by him exactly. or anybody at the NIH. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And so the, the further down the road we get, the fur the the more the, the bolder he gets, and and then he 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 starts recruiting teammates. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Oh so, yeah. So let's go ahead and finish this little segment here before we uh, attempt to wrap up. It's it's so difficult <laughs> yeah, because wow. man, this is this is excellent excellent information. Mm-hmm. My uncle Teddy deliberately and purposely brought in as his chief administrative aide. Harry Byrne, who was the first openly gay administrative on Capitol Hill, he was also the first 
openly HIV-infected administrative aide on Capitol Hill, and this was very controversial at that time because people were terrified of being exposed even to people who they believed were maybe infected with HIV. Think about it. Here we had this new disease that you could have without being aware of it. This gave rise to media scare stories about getting AIDS from toilet seats and stuff like that. The public seems to have a toughest time in separating fact from fiction. Can children contact AIDS by drinking fountains? I would like to know if you can contact AIDS by kissing, touching, or just being around someone that has the disease. Well, as you know, there have been reports that the virus can occasionally be found in saliva. And in New Jersey, officials say that they will allow school superintendents to suspend students, teachers, or other staff who are suffering from AIDS. There is considerable talk about mandatory reporting of all AIDS cases and required blood tests, and much agonizing over the question of quarantine. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individuals who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS, or just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relationships. If that's the case, then indeed the implications for the spread to even other groups besides infants and children's become something that needs to be reckoned with. So I think it is going to have a major impact on our thinking about what the real confines of the syndrome will be. And when I say Anthony Fauci is essentially a social engineer, I mean that. Because what he does, he re-engineers how people think of human contact, touch, intimacy. You know about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about responsibility. Yes. How much do you know about AIDS? We have a long way to go to fight against HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. HIV is spread by sharing needles and through sex with an infected These are commercials. When it came to place. sex, Cindy was the life of the party. She went from one partner to another. Until Propaganda one day she met a partner who stayed with her for the rest of her life. Some of these are unbelievable. Don't experiment with sex. If you do use a condom, or being the life of the party could be the death of you. The school debate is fast becoming the most socially charged health issue of the decade. What you see there is a kind of, I would say, almost like an earthquake mm. moment in, in, in time, in American culture, biology, virology, politics, everything. It was a disease that was so horrendous and terrifying that it, it necessitated people staying away from each other. No more sexual contact, no more casual sexual contact. Not only sex, all forms of human contact. And now all of a sudden, as though a switch is turned, now it represents death and potentially murdering somebody that you love. I mean, these are really radical ideas and very dark ideas. We'll go ahead and and pause it right there. There are some excellent questions that are being asked here and some great comments. And it takes me back to that time in 84. I mean, it was a very uh, difficult time and, and sort of uncomfortable time, if you will. I can remember my friends. I was single back then uh, in my th- mid 30s sort of in my prime you know when all of this was going on and 
you know, the the conversations were, hey, you know, I'm with my wife and I don't have to worry about it. But when you hear some of these commercials, when you hear the propaganda, you hear the fear that's attempting to to ramp up. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's connections between that time and and where we are today, and I don't think that's by mistake because it's still using somewhat the same playbook. Yeah, you know, and the the quarantine, the staying away from each other, right? The absolute fear, death is even mentioned, right? Uh, so, and and the social master mm-hmm. a, a coordinator of all of this is Anthony Fauci. And just think about this, uh, you know, as we wrap up, he's the one that created it all. And then out of nowhere, it's like the Lone Ranger rides into town and it's Lone Ranger Anthony Fauci come to save everyone. Right. So he creates it. Then he rides in on his white horse as the answer and starts giving information and, and 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 techniques and treatments and and hope for those you know uh, that want to make sure they don't get this. So he, so everybody's just, well, hey, hey, well, he's he knows everything. We we need to listen to what he says. This, mm-hmm. let me tell you, you know, and we have compared some of these things to the ultimate enemy that is in the great controversy. Right. You know, yeah. this is, is, to me, has the fingerprints of Satan all over it. Well, because yeah. it's not easy to detect. And how many people are being fooled and deceived because of this? You know, it reminds me a little bit, Ben, of, you know, the accuser, the Bible says, is, is Satan. Right. You know, the tempter is Satan, Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he twists, he, he, he convolutes the mind, he, gets, he, he, he infiltrates, he gets you thinking a certain way, and then he gets you to proceed or to act a certain way. And when you step over in an area that you shouldn't be in, he runs and accuses you right. of being this individual. Yeah. And oh, th- that's what this reminds me of. Mm-hmm. This guy's creating the whole problem, coming in and and laying blame on everyone else, while yeah. he, he while he skates on home with his pockets full. Right. Absolutely. All I can say is, how can people like that lay their head on the pillow at night and sleep peacefully? I I I don't know, but no conscience. Yeah, the real Anthony Fauci. I don't think. Oh. That really exists, uh, at least today. But uh, that's yeah. not for me to call out. But the only thing we can do, Ben, is call them like we see them. Right. And that's sort of the way I'm seeing this one. But, wow, this is really, really impressive information here. So, unfortunately, uh, um, we don't have any more time today. Right. Uh well, we do, but we need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We need to slip on uh, away from this episode, unfortunately. So, all right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, hope you enjoyed this particular episode. I know that we did here in the studio. Uh, thank you again for joining us, and uh, we will be back. When Ben? 
is the next episode. It oh, will be Thursday, well, that would right? Be, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So stay with us, and uh, any changes throughout, uh, we're into a new year, and uh, uh, we've got a lot going on. So if there's any changes, we'll make sure that you guys know about it. But thanks again for joining us, and uh, join us as we uh, go to our uh, Father in Heaven for a word of prayer as we close. Father in Heaven, we once again, we thank you. We thank you for your your ever ever uh, ever evolving or, or never ending uh, love for us um, such a love that we we don't quite understand but we thank you for desiring to reconcile your people with yourself in heaven we thank you for your long suffering uh as many of us, even you know the listeners and, and us here in the studio, we we can definitely act like idiots sometimes, and we can uh, turn our backs on you and not trust you and not turn to you when we should. Uh, so, Lord, when we do those things, we we ask that you forgive us. We we ask that you infiltrate the minds and the hearts of those individuals like the real Anthony Fauci. Because what a powerful testimony it would be if those people repented and gave witness to the world. And Lord, we know that there are pockets of individuals of influence, doctors and professionals around the world that are standing up, shouting from the rooftops the absolute truth. And we, we ask for a special blessing upon them and their families. We ask for blessings uh, on those that are listening. May your Holy Spirit be with them, guide and protect them, uh, comfort them in the cases that need to be comforted. And Father, as we part ways, we thank you again for this opportunity to be here on this platform and ask that every intent of our thought be pure. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.